Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves, their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. My name is Alex, and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. Yay! <laughs> Happy New Year, people. Yes, we made it. And I'm so excited because uh, I've been waiting to come back. You know how it is. I'm always so excited when I'm here because it's interactive, and then we get to, you know, chat with everyone, and people can contribute. And this is, you know, this is really the, the hub for real attention conversation. It is the one place where we're not ashamed to express ourselves and feel comfortable representing our thoughts and our feelings because we don't judge here. 
We just, you know, we just express ourselves. So, yay, I'm happy to be back. The last time that we were here on the show, it was our first anniversary special. And we had such a blast. Oh, my God. You know, we had so many guests live on the show from different paths of the world. And we had people calling in like crazy. The numbers were jamming. We even lost some of our guests. You know, it was it was chaotic, but it was it was beautiful. It was awesome, and we had such a great conversation about growth and accomplishment. And um, my very special guests were here to share their own take and their own perspective about what they, um, you know, about basically what they you know they feel about growth and accomplishment. And it was really nice to just you know have a blast. And yes, thank you also to Scott Krokov who performed live on the show. Um, he's, you know, he's played an unplugged version of his song Sparrow, and I thought that was really, really beautiful, especially since he was, you know, doing that from his office somewhere in New York, and that was, you know, just totally, totally amazing. So, you know, it's awesome to be back here again, and uh, we've got a great show lined up for you, amazing guests, amazing conversations, and we definitely want to empower our minds so much more this year. Um, it's really about growth, you know, how do we get to accomplish so much and just sort of take away from, um, you know, just take away from the people who have, uh, you know, basically achieved, you know, or accomplished certain things. So I'm, you know, very excited to be back here. And, uh, you know, just before we get into the show, the show is brought to you by Evolution Magazine. Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life. And yes, how they get your hair voice, and you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And of course, our friends at QTV Entertainment and Events. They're all about top notch A class entertainment events, and um, you can find them at www.qtvevents.com. And yes, QTV, you know, they're one of the people producing the headies today. Unfortunately, I couldn't be at that event because I had to be here on this show. So, you know, it's nice to find out that our partners are doing great, amazing things. And, you know, yeah, so that's it. Wow, what's going on, people? Well, um, some new amazing things are happening this year, and I hope they're also happening for you. Uh, you know, my blog, Alexandra and Hen Make It Thoughts, we're basically expanding um, the community, the ABC community, Alex's blog community, and we're opening our virtual doors to VIP guests. Yeah, so we now have you know, um, a VIP lounge. It's called the ABC VIP Lounge. It's a members-only site. Uh, it's a members area where VIP members get exclusive. You know, they get access to all my exclusive content. Um, we're doing live webinars, um, lots of e-courses. We're having group conference calls. There's a naked lounge where people can express themselves and contribute and interact with other VIPs from around the world. Um, it's really, you know, the one place where you can feel comfortable to ban yourself and, um, you know, just get there yourself and be, you know, real and open and authentic and, you know, empower yourself. And there's so many tools. And, you know, it's not going, it's just going for nine, $9.99, just nine, you know, $9.99, which is about 2500 if you're all the way in Nigeria. And uh, you get a copy of my new book, The Naked Truth Lies Stripped. Um, and, of course, you can find my book at www alexacurgy.me at my official site. Just click on both. And, uh, yeah, you can find all the details and all the, you know, all the other stores where you can find it. It's on Amazon. It's on Bands and Nobles, iBooks, and everywhere else, your favorite online retail stores. Uh, yeah, guess what? Uh, if you missed the first anniversary show and any other show, you have no reason to. You can always come back here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
hashtag, you know, Block Talk Radio slash to make a talk and listen to. You can catch up on any of the other shows that you've missed. Or, you know, check out our, you know, our other networks where we're syndicating. We're syndicating all over your internet radio, so you can also find us at Stitcher Radio. You know, if, if you hang out on Stitcher Radio, you can find the Naked Talk there. Or you can download us from iTunes. We're also on iTunes as well as TuneIn Radio. And you can find me on the blog. So you have no reason whatsoever to miss any conversation. Now, if you know anyone who should be right here, ready here, you know, to listen to our guests, make sure that they're here. You have to drag their boss over um, because I can't wait to get into um, a very interesting conversation with my guests while I'm trying to wait for them to get in. Uh, but, you know, what's happening? How was your holiday? Did you have fun? Uh, I had great. What did I do? I spent time with my family, actually, and I walked. <laughs> I keep working. Um, I don't stop. And don't forget, uh, you can support um, You can support us. Yes, you can support us, uh, become a patron if you want to, and you can find out all about patron in my, you know, at my official site where um, you can become my patron on Patreon. Of course, there's so many other ways that you can work with me. Uh, you can find out the seven different ways that you can collaborate and partner, and uh, let's see how we can add value to each other's lives. Uh, so, yeah, you know, so many, so many, so many amazing things. It was, you know, it was incredible how we were able to sort of like break the internet. Um, it was nice to have uh, the blind blogger, Maxwell Ivy. He was here on the show uh, the last time. Oh, we talked about so, 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 so many things, um, and I'm very excited. Uh, so just before my uh, guest guest on the show, this today, you know, it's uh, TNT 041, and we're definitely talking, 041, sorry, and we're definitely talking about the woman with vision for a man with dreams with guests Stella DeMassas and Daniel Ademonikon. And, um, you know, she's a famous Nigerian actress, you know, singer and social activist. He's also a famous Nigerian filmmaker, music producer, and creative entrepreneur. And together, they have dominated the media, you know, hosting their own separate radio shows, churning out projects after projects, and causing a global media meltdown with your romance. <laughs> well, you know, I'm very excited to have Stella DeMassas here and Daniel at Demi Nocon. And as we, you know, just catch up with a pal couple and some real conversation about their dynamic relationship you know, uh, the media fallouts, upcoming projects, and just, you know, what they're doing together, chasing their dreams. I don't want to say too much, guys. You know, I feel like I'm just living too much out of the bag already. Um, you know, I, I just feel like I'm. But just before we, you know, get into today's conversation, how about we take a quick commercial break? We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just tuning in. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Sikorji. 
And yeah, just before I went on the commercial break, you know, I was just trying to catch up with you guys and find out what's happening. And I can't wait for my guests. I think my guests are around, so yeah, you know, without much further ado, I think I should, you know, just basically connect with them. Hello. Hi, Stellar. Hi. Hello, Stellar. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Yes, I think so. (laughs) Okay, I hear Daniel. I, I hear Danny. I was I was a bit uh, first. I was like, oh my god, don't tell me my my guests have built on me, Jesus. <laughs> first of all, welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Sakurji. I'm I'm so happy to have you both here on the show. Hello, can you hear me? Hello. Hey, what's Hello? how are you doing? Can I hear us? Yes, I can hear you. I hear you now. Now I can hear you. Okay, do you hear me uh, now? Yes, I do. I hear you too. Okay, good. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Loud and clear. Okay. Okay, awesome. It's perfect now. I can hear both of you. Great. Ah, okay. you know, welcome. Let me just say it again <laughs> once again. Welcome. It is not very easy to have royalties live on your show. So I'm going to say <laughs> welcome. I'm very excited that both of you are my first guests. In 2016, I think it's going to be a great year. I can feel it. Amen. Yippee! We're honored. <laughs> okay. Um, technically, this is Stella's first time, actually. Stella's been on the show before. Um, Stella, you were on the show sometime in 2015, I think in March. Uh, we had a uh, women's roundtable conversation about, you know, yeah. who's, t- who's intimidated by strong women. And I mean, uh-huh. you were, you know, you were, you kind of let that panel, you know, and you shared quite a bit of stuff in terms of, you know, how far women have come and contributions and, you know, the, some of the, you know, the trials and the struggles that women still have to overcome. And you shared yeah. quite a bit. But, you know, it's Daniel's first time on the show, actually. So technically, mm-hmm. I mean, you're like in-house and you, <laughs> this is the first time on the show. Yeah, well, um, so I'm very, very, totally excited to have very excited to have both of you here. Uh, just before I get into the conversation, I, I want to ask you this. Um, would this be the first time that both of you are uh, guests on a show together? Would this be the first time yes. that both of you are on? I know that you have the same time. This is the first time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I was about to go like, I was like, ah, do go and start saying that this is the first time. But I know that I've heard like, um, I've listened to your show a couple of times, and I know that I hear him sometimes, you know, he chips in when you're talking to your guests, and he kind of brings his perspective. And I, I also listened to his show one time mm-hmm. where he sort of dedicated a song to you. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm correct. I remember. Yeah. But I wanted to know, <laughs> yes. if, you know, as a as guest, if both of you have been live ever together at the same time. So I think this is amazing because your fans are probably going to be tuning in and going like, oh, my God, two of them. I can't. People have been sending me emails and messages. They want to hear both of you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so this that's is really going to be a part three. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? I said, that's interesting. Cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say, just before I start this conversation, Stella, you did something really, really amazing like a few days ago. Um, Let me first start by saying thank you, first of all. Um, You did something I thought was so really cool, for lack of a better word, really cool. I mean, you had this list that you were celebrating people on Twitter. Um, Of course, you were trending, (laughs) funny enough. (laughs) You were celebrating people on Twitter. 
And I just thought, you know, it was such a sweet gesture. Not only was it a sweet gesture, I thought it was really magnanimous, actually, of you, because this is you, a woman who definitely is celebrated, needs to be celebrated. You're celebrating people, some of who are your contemporaries, some who have kind of flown under your wings, you know, different kinds of people, and here you are saying how much you appreciate them for the contributions that they're making because they inspire. And I thought that was really, really um, reminiscent of a visionary and somebody who's strong. Uh, now, yes. in that list, you also mentioned Daniel. Yes. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> in that list, you also mentioned yes, Daniel. I'm here. Which, again, I'm, I thought I'm, for something. I'm listening. I, I, <laughs> you're listening. Okay. Here, I have a question for you, so that's why I want you to hear me. Um, she, okay. she mentioned you in that list. And now here's okay. the thing. Um, you know, sometimes we actually just take for granted because we're close to someone, right? We just feel like, I mean, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, I feel like if she had left you out, would you have been, I mean, how did you feel first of all? Oh, no, before that. Does she tell you, I know you guys are friends and you're partners, and you're, but does she kind of like tell you she's about to do certain things? Like does she share those kind of things with you just before she goes? Like did you know she was going to do a list on Twitter? Well, um, I know that these people, she's spoken highly of them over time. About the list, I wasn't 100% okay. sure she was going to do that. I didn't know she was going to come up with a list until, and I'm not a very, I'm not very huge on Twitter, you know, I really, I'm not a social media person so mm. much. Um, so it was when I started seeing tweets and people mentioning me, I'm like, okay, what is she doing? What's going on? I'm like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> so if, um, if I wasn't on the list, I really wouldn't have felt bad because I know how much she values mm-hmm. me. So it's not by mm-hmm. her putting me on a list that increases or reduces my value, you know? I know how much mm-hmm. respect she has for me mm-hmm. and how we work together. And she tells me that face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to go on Twitter to say that for me to mm-hmm. understand how mm-hmm. much she appreciates what I do or what I mean to her. But the fact that I made the list, it was pretty cool. Though, yeah. So, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that was, I actually thought that was really cool because, like, I'm like, okay, let me give you an example. I'm on Facebook. My father is on Facebook. We're not friends on Facebook. I feel like I'm, was- I'm uh. wasting. <laughs> no, like, I feel like, you know, like, there's so many people who want to be your friends on Facebook who are following you, who you have to add. And I feel like I could, you know, I'm wasting space. Like, you know, why should he be my friend on Facebook when I would see him whenever I want to, like, I pick up oh my phone and call him. So, <laughs> you know, it's, that's just my thoughts. But then, yeah, like a few days ago, you know, he said to me, come add me on Facebook, delete somebody, please. Like, you know, delete. And I'm like, oh, my great to delete to add you. But so seeing that, you know, she didn't feel like, Oh, you know what? Like I'm, I'm wasting space because she already said, "Look, I, I inspire so many people. My list is way longer than this, but I'm just gonna have mm-hmm. to keep it short." You know, let me just even take out Daniel so I can put somebody's name there. But she didn't do that. <laughs> so I thought that was really, really. <laughs> I thought that was really oh. like you know sweet and all. You know, so I, I actually Stella, thought that, that was sweet. sweet of but you. Stella, that was very sweet of you. Too. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Okay, you know, let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, Daniel, for the sake of those who are listening, um, if you were to describe Stella, how would you describe Stella? Wow. Um, I think I'd describe Stella as someone with a very big heart. You know, she has... um, Truth is, you can't... um, Anybody who comes close to her cannot deny the fact that she has a heart for people. 
And sometimes uh-huh. I don't get crazy when certain things happen to people that we, that are remotely related to us, and she just screams and says, "Oh, this and that." Oh, and she starts, to, you know, she gets very sad. I'm like, "Girl, we don't know these people." And she goes, "No, but they're, you know, they are regular people. Who knows what they're going through?" And you know, I think she has a big heart. I think she's a very real person. And those who are close to Stella will know that um, she doesn't have any um, hidden agenda. If she's upset, you know the very minute she's upset. You know, there are people who can be mad at you for a while, and um, they come to you and they smile at you, but inside their heart, they are really pissed off, and they want to, like, you know, shove a pitchfork down your throat, a pitchfork down your throat. But with her, she she says it, as it says things as they are, says it as it is. And a lot of people really cannot deal with that because as humans, we like to be lied to and like to be told what we want mm. to hear, not what we need to hear. And Stella is the person who tells mm. you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You know, And that's the kind of person she has a big heart, and I respect her for that. Yes, we both have the love because she's very stubborn. But <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I can imagine because she's Taurus. Okay, we'll come back to this. She's, she's very I can imagine that you get involved. Very strong will. That one I can't even deny. I can't even sugarcoat that one. But I think Stella is she has a very sweet soul. I mean that's it's a privilege for me to be able to do anything with her. Okay. Stella, you know I'm about to hear that question at you actually. Um, you know, for the sake of those listening. How would you describe yeah. Daniel? Who would you say Daniel is? Um, I would say that Daniel is a very um hard working, creative genius. That is the first thing that comes to mind when you meet someone like him and you speak to him. You just know that he's all about doing the work. He's all about creating things and providing opportunities for people. And another thing that Mm -hmm. I love about him is he is extremely friendly. He is so friendly, you cannot imagine it. And I guess that's one of the reasons why we're best of friends, because he's not one to judge. I've met a lot of people, trust me, and I know you say certain things and they look at you funny or they tend to have an opinion over your life or something. But I just found that he is one person that doesn't judge anybody. He listens to everybody. And he's just so, he, he just gives. He's, he's a free giving spirit. <laughs> no, but he's a great guy. He is an amazing guy. I, I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, you know, when you're younger, your idea of an ideal mm-hmm. man is different. But when you're more mature, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 37. So, I mean, my idea of the ideal man changed over time. And he has caused me the point. <laughs> ah. Ah. <Good> point. <laughs> yes. Somebody hold my hand right now. Your head swell, it's swell. Oh God, we need to help. We need to find people to help you, right? Okay, let me ask you this. I know that both of you, both of you, have been flirting with music. Ah, yeah. You, both of you, seem to have some sort of romance with music. I mean, I know that you're an actress. Um, I also know that he's a filmmaker, but I also know that you're a singer. And he's quite a music producer and a musician because he plays musical mm-hmm. instruments, right? If I'm correct, am I correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I want to ask you: Was that some sort of connection? Was that some, you know, is that something that attracted both of you? Did you both go like, oh, you know, you like music? Oh, I like music too. You like, oh, I like it. Oh, you know, what, what is it? Because I imagine, like, you know, does she go like, does she sometimes? I imagine her humming. 
and then you people just head into the studio and you're jamming. I don't know what is it like, like to create people on that you know oh, level. No, no, no. I'm just trying to figure it out, like. <laughs> When you see flirting with music, it means someone is trying to do something passively and just walk away, right? So because you can flirt with someone today and walk away and never see that person again. But for, okay. for, for Stella mm. and I, music is a lifestyle for us. It's, it's a way of life. I've been mm. playing music mm. from the age of nine, and I'm almost 40. I've been playing music wow. from the age of nine, and I've been doing that for a long time. Like, even people who have known me from when I was young will tell you that I'm more of a musician than a filmmaker because musician, mu- music has mm. been a part of me, yes. And um, some people will say I stumbled into filmmaking as a musician. That people have said that about me before, but the the, the musical part of me has not been something I've really um, explored since I became a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But you know, for Stella and I, she she's she's a talented singer, and she started off as well as a singer. But music did not bring singer. us together. As a matter of fact, she discovered my my talents as a musician. After we came together as friends, started working together, she didn't even know that part of me at all. I think there was one time we were filming in Cameroon, mm-hmm. and we went to one event where some musicians were playing on stage, and I just got on stage and took the bass from the guy playing the bass in Cameroon. I started playing bass, and she was like, what? You play the bass? How? <laughs> she was like so shocked, and there was like Lamborghini was there, and a couple yeah. of people were there, and she was stunned. And basically, that's how I've been. I've been doing music for a very long time, and... It's a blessing to know that um, I write songs, I um, I produce songs, I play virtually every musical instrument you can think mm-hmm. of, and but I really wow. don't sing. So when you write the songs, you, I'm learning to sing well now. The still I yep. my career. So, <laughs> but anyway, to know that I can write these songs and there's someone there to sing the songs, it's just a blessing mm-hmm. and a privilege. If not. All the songs will just be there, stored up in some vault somewhere. And but but she's been and I think it's a beautiful chemistry because now I'm able to write songs based on the style, the texture of her voice, her personality, and the things she wants to sing about. Okay. Mm. Is there any other thing to add? You said it all now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I think I think he probably you know just said you know he said it all, but. Um, just yeah. so that people can have, you know, just a little bit, an, you know, a little bit of an idea, especially, I mean, there are people listening from different parts of the world and some of them, because a lot of your fans know you, you know, as an actor. I mean, some people know that yeah. you sing, you know, some other people might not oh. really know. And they probably just think oh. I'm blabbing right now because they don't understand what I'm saying. So I'm just going to play something by Stella. This is The Man. Um, and I think this was produced by Daniel, if I'm correct. Yes. Right. Yes, it is. So this is uh-huh. Stella DeMassa's The Man. Enjoy.
and that was the man by Stella DeMassis. Oh, my God. So bluesy. Like, <laughs> that was like the real jam there. Um, you know, if you're just tuning in, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Acruzzi. And, yes, just before one of the commercial breaks, you know, I've been talking to uh, Stella and Daniel. And, you know, basically we've been catching up on, you know, just what, you know, their romance. See, I've stayed away from using the word flirting, the romance, the romance with music. <laughs> and I just played that song. That was, you know, uh, The Man by Stella DeMassas. And don't forget, guys, you can be part of this conversation. Feel free to call in if you want to mm-hmm. contribute. Um, the number to call is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. Don't forget, plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. Or you can use the in studio chat room. You can drop a message in the chat room, and your message will be read on the show. Uh, don't forget, we're you know here. <laughs> anyway, no need to say anything. Um, so, hi, Stellar, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Hello, Stella. Hello, yes, hi. Can you, are you? Hello, can I'm you? here. Okay. You. Okay. Um, you know, when I when I first heard that song, the man, you know, the honest truth, I was like, oh my god, don't tell me she's coming out now. Like she's actually coming out. Like oh my god, they're coming out. <laughs> Yay! I was like, I'm like, whoa, man, yay, the man. Hmm. And then I heard Jesus. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's still the man, but uh, oh you know. So I think that was really – so I want to ask, was that deliberate, like, you know, in terms of – I mean, was that some sort of strategy? I mean, I know the song is about the man, you know, the big man up there. But um, in terms of, you know, the title track yeah. and all of, you know, the way yeah. it came out, and all, was that strategic, really? Was that a strategic decision to make us it feel wasn't. like it was about – it wasn't at all. Daniel wrote the song, you know, and he always said yeah. that, you know, when you're writing gospel songs, he doesn't fancy just grabbing some mm. lines from the Bible. He really wanted to write something mm. that I could use to describe how I feel about mm. Jesus and all of that. And it wasn't until mm. he did the first poster design for the teaser that I looked at the poster and I'm mm. like, do you realize that people are going to think I'm talking about you? <laughs> and he was like, are you kidding? I'm like, yeah, because I'm... The lyrics, again, I'm thinking about the lyrics and I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, wow, if you don't listen to the song to the guest of Jesus, you just probably think I'm talking about, you know, Daniel and all that. So we didn't plan it that way at all. It was just a song. (laughs) You know. I thought it was beautiful. I I think, you know, I mean, depending on how, I mean, I know there was was that song that people used to jam to in the club. um, I was the gospel song. And a lot of times we didn't even know Mm. what to do. They were just jamming to the song, you know, in the club. And what? Mm-hmm. What did you say? Is this Don't yeah, so, you know, listening to No, not the one by Chicago. Is this one by uh, what's the, is it the Wayne Brothers? Oh, what were they called? Uh, um, is it most of the left in the That song, Send Me Lord. Send Me Lord. Oh, send me Lord. yeah. Anyway, send me Lord. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Send me Lord. 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 Send me Totally beautiful. So well done, Daniel. Because you produced that, you wrote the song. Wow, that's like. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now let me ask you this. Um, I know that. I mean, a lot of people probably want to hear this part of it. How exactly? I mean, how did both of you really meet? Yeah. How did both of you meet? And at what point did you both fall in love with each other? Um. 
Stella and I met like when was that? That was um, 2010 or 11? Was it 11 or 10? Yeah, formally. Yeah. Form, formally 2011, I think. Yes, it yes, was 10. 10. Yes. That's when we met formally. Yes, 2010. But then it was just okay. a case of, oh, I, I had a great deal of respect for her work that she was doing, and she was like, oh, I love the, the work that you do as a filmmaker, and the guy who doesn't like to take the spotlight, because I think it was at the movie premiere that I did for someone, and I directed the film, but I wasn't, I'm not the guy who likes red carpets, you know, so I was just in just, I was one corner yeah. just walking behind and just minding my business, and she walked up to me, and she was like, oh, this is the guy who made the film, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's me, and she just commented my work, and that was all made formally, and after a while, we met over time in terms of work, and I was writing some material for her, and then we had to do some film together. Exactly. And when I met at Jimmy Jack's event, Jimmy's jump off that did one time. And um, I think I've, I've just always had a great deal of respect for her as as a person. And let me not even lie. Let me not even lie, Seth. I used to have a huge crush on her. <laughs> Let me just say that. Let me just come out of the closet. Wait, can I tell you? I'm sorry. I can't come out of the closet. Let me just tell her. Wait, let me just let me Everybody. just let me just sit down so because wait, wait. I, I, I think I think my older sister who lives in Madrid is probably listening now, Amelia, and she will say this. I've always had a crush on Stella Man, so like geez man. Watching her like she's fine girl, just what's those those fine they look girl. So hey, I just I've always had a crush on her, but you know, I also have a great deal of respect for what she does and when we started working together for both of us it was about the work and knowing that, you know, sometimes you don't think of the financial gain in the work that you do. And I've always been the guy who yeah. wanted to give back in terms of training young filmmakers and training people and just empowering people, giving them the knowledge and the skills mm-hmm. to become better filmmakers because I, I always feel that it's not about me being oh, a star filmmaker. If I'm good at what I do, if I train 20 more people, they can go and empower other people. And when we had that conversation, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, she's been doing this with the, the Master's Arts Foundation. Then I'll come over and teach at my place. And I taught at the foundation. I started working. Then we mm-hmm. went went to Cameroon to make to do a training session for them in Cameroon. And it was purely professional. It was really nice. We did a short film for them. And we spent time talking a lot on that trip came back to Nigeria, then went to do a feature film, and it was still just as friends, just talking on that trip, and that was basically it. But over time, you know, we got closer, and, you know, hey, the rest is you. <laughs> <laughs> that, why are you laughing? That was most like <laughs> Wait, so you have, like, a different version. You know, most times men and women have a different version of how they met, actually, because, you know, I don't know, for some reason, it was like, no, that's not it, actually. But my point of view, it wasn't really that point. You know, at what point, okay, let me ask you, at what point did you fall in love with him? Um, I think it was, when was that? It was during, um, he was making a film after we had worked together and we had become friends and we had started talking. Because then I was divorced, you know, and okay. apparently he had issues, you know, in his own area. Okay. And we, we just got talking about different things. And we were trying to um, encourage each other and help each other. And the work he was doing at that time was really killing him. He almost, like, left. Oh, yeah, he, he, nearly, he nearly lost it. So I was his go-to person to encourage him to say, you know what, you have to film yeah. today and finish it. And then... I just found that for the first time there was somebody out there who felt, you know, that it's not about judging others. It's about listening to somebody else, 
you know, I'm not mm. backing them out, but just being there for them and being friends, you know. So I think what we yeah. felt for each other was, was a deep bond. We had a very great, great friendship. But I think it was during the New Year after we met, after the New Year celebration, when he mm. was about to move to Abuja, um, he had left his home. He had taken his son. He had moved. And that was when we knew that, okay, this is way beyond um, just the bond and just the friendship. There's something more to this. And we wanted to find out, you know, what it really meant so that it wasn't a matter of, oh, it's just lost or it's just, you know, because mm-hmm. he yeah. was born again at that time and I was still trying to find my standing in terms of my relationship with God and everything. So we moved. Yeah, so I went to Abuja as well, and we got into a church, and we were trying to stabilize our spiritual life first, even before, you know, the whole relationship thing started and everything. So I think it was during that period of finding ourselves that we really knew that we felt deeply for each other at that time. Yeah. So are the stories different? Okay. (laughs) We like details, right? (laughs) You know me, I like details. It's always in the detail. You know now. That's where <laughs> I think we can delve into the show. Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to contribute, you know, you have to use your hand raising effect. Make sure you press one. You have to press one. So you know, I know that you want to contribute or you want to say something. Either you want to say, speak to Stella or Daniel or me, or you just want to contribute or you have, you know, you have questions to ask. Make sure you use your hand raising effect. Press one. So that I know that you want to speak. Also, you can call in from Skype for free. Uh, if you're listening here in Nigeria and you want to call in, make sure you use your Skype or, you know, just send a message and uh, it'll be right on the show. Okay, um, I, I was going to ask you, I mean, you, you, you know, you just said, you know, the point. I can imagine that because, I mean, when you have someone who is maybe broken in spirit, broken, or, and then you have people trying to find themselves and they find out that they have so much in common and they get to spend time and, you know, their work agreement. And yeah, some mm-hmm. of the spiritual agreement and all of that. I mean, it's it's almost inevitable that they will probably you know fall for them, fall in love with each other. Um, but yeah. let me ask you. Um, okay, asking if people keep the gay relationship is like asking is you know is right to white. So that's like <laughs> me pretending not to know. But um, what would you say is the biggest misconception that? people have, you know, or have uh-huh. about the relationship uh-huh. that you have with Daniel? <clears throat> well, the major thing that I've been hearing and I've been seeing on the internet is Stella, the husband's that <laughs> That's the one that I really don't get. Um, I think that has been the greatest misconception so far about our relationship. Um, because when I saw that, my first reaction was, why are people saying things that they, don't, they know nothing about? They don't even know me. They don't know the real situation sure. of saying, you know, but they want to judge me and call me out, you know. Because I always believe that when two people come together, it's a private thing. Nobody was there when the two people came together. Right. But when they decided to yeah. move on with their lives and call it quits, nobody was there as well. So how come he, yeah. the man moved on with someone else and is the other woman that you're blaming for the whole thing, you know, when she wasn't even there when the mm-hmm. whole thing happened. So at first I felt bad, yeah. but later I started to understand how the human mind works. You know, that I, I find that human mm-hmm. beings like to find a fall guy for whatever problem. Someone to go, yeah. People hardly, yeah, mm-hmm. people hardly like to accept 
you know, their own part of any problem or their responsibility. People don't like to do that. It's easier for us to blame, look for somebody else to blame. And the fact that they chose me um, was was what I didn't understand. Because when you say I snatched someone's husband, I'm like, one, I didn't put a gun to anybody's head. Nobody has accused me of that. Mm-hmm. And for you to take somebody else that doesn't belong to you, I call it kidnap. And if I'd kidnapped anybody, I'm sure I'd have been in jail by now. And if you consider the size of the man we're talking about, I doubt that I can kidnap any man. And if you're talking about using seduction, Alex, you know me. I don't even find myself sexy. I don't dress sexy. I don't talk sexy. I don't wear any skimpy things. So I'm think, I've been thinking of different things that a woman can use to my eyes go. I've been thinking of different you don't have to try. <laughs> you own, you woman, don't have to use that. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, so I thought about You're naturally sexy. You don't have to try. Wow. That's, that's, <laughs> anyway, it's a compliment. Thank you. But the thing is, um, in my head, I'm like, at what point would somebody think that I was capable of going to somebody's house, which I never did, to go and collect a man mm-hmm. and then grab his son at the end of the day and I go in scot free and every, and I'm just leaving and nothing happened. How is it possible mm-hmm. to take a man and a son? You know, two human beings you just grab how so when they say snatch, I'm like, Wow, we use words that we really don't know the, the meaning of. You know, so like, of, yeah. yeah, you know, so that I think that's the greatest misconception. It took me a while to actually turn that thing around for my good, my dear were entertainers. So mm-hmm. when the thing was moving everywhere, exactly. I met um, I met a lot of people here in America who said, hey, girl, I looked you up and you seem to be so popular back home. So how do we work Very together? <laughs> because I want eyes on my product. So exactly. do some work. So whatever you do. People are talking and people are seeing it, so I I had to turn it around for my good, my dear. Exactly. <laughs> Daniel, do you want to say something? I mean, in terms of you know misconception that well, I mean, I'm sure she's probably said you know spoken, but yeah, she's pretty much said everything about that. But you know, like um, it's sad that people will just look at truthful people and just start to jump into conclusions. It's really sad. But, you know, I've put it all behind me. I'm not going to lie. And I try not to talk about it a lot because the more you talk about it, the more mm-hmm. you make other people talk become more popular and just start yeah. to straight. Yes. All parties have tried mm-hmm. to move on. Those who have not moved on, you know, it's a shame. But I think all parties involved have moved on. And for people to think, you know, I'm not the guy who tries to publicize. You know, some, there are some people that when you see them, when you go through your Facebook timeline, you can tell how they feel. When you look at their tweets and Instagram posts, you can tell exactly how they feel. I'm not that kind mm-hmm. of guy. And things I've been going through um, personally in my marriage and my other relationship, I won't go out there and be spreading that to the world. As entertainers, you know, you people, you show the world what you want them to see. And that's what pretty much most okay. entertainers do. And at that point, you know, no matter what you're going through, you just, you know, put on a smile and continue hoping that, you know, things will just blow away. But somehow... Um, it's not a thing of joy for me that my last marriage crashed, you know, and nobody starts a relationship hoping that will happen. But if it has happened, exactly. just, you know, dust themselves and just move on. No, Thank relationships 
start yeah. and end all the time. And people should just get a life and just move on. It's just painful that some people will choose to stew in this and stay on this issue for three, four, almost five years and just stay on that and not move forward. And it's sad. But for me, mm-hmm. I've moved on. And the person in question has moved on. We have a child that we should raise. And that's the most important person in this whole equation right here, raise that child. And I'm, I'm, things happen that we don't plan for, but I'm a happier person now. I'm better for it. I'm grateful to God. I'm not entirely proud of how things happened, but I'm a happier person now. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. My child is happy, everybody's happy and we're good. It's just that that the public who's not who's not a part of the whole equation of things going on, they're the ones who are bitter and angry and throwing stones. The individuals involved are happier as they are as individuals. They're happier where they are. I'm a happier person. Stella's happier where she's David is happy, you know, my ex is happy where she is and it would have moved on. And I think it's it's a new chapter in our lives that people should just embrace and move on. And if every, I don't expect everybody to embrace it, you know, and those who can deal with it, they should yeah, just know how to transform it as well. But for now, I'm just fine doing my thing. And I think it was a, it was a huge lesson for me to learn. And um, I keep telling everybody, you know, that sometimes you should find your purpose and what God has designed you for. When you find that, then you can find true happiness. It's not in you can't find it in somebody else. So you yeah. can't go into a relationship hoping that yeah. you find that purpose in that mm-hmm. relationship. Somebody's gonna so make you happy. I think I, yeah, so I think in the course of me being in relationships and just talking and being and growing as a person, I've just known to find myself and um um no woman still I didn't come to break my home. That's just a fact that she um my relationship with my ex was long over before Stella and I even started anything. And um as long as I can go to bed at night and sleep and be okay with that truth and that fact, I'm fine. And if people choose to go online and read what people have written about me, people don't know us and they take that as their own truth. I'm sorry. You know, that's it. They should learn to mm, that. that. If they feel they can go online, everything you see online is not true, you know. But people go there and they read based on other people's opinion, and they take those lies and make it become their truth. And they, they continue. And they now start to spread that. And that right. is just sad that it's the way the world works now. But if I can go to bed at night knowing that if, if, if I shut my eyes and open it again, I'm going to make it to heaven. When I'm sure of that fact, which I'm yeah. sure of now, Amen. that's a priority for me. And, you know, yeah. everything else can crash and burn, you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you know, and I understand what you're saying because even myself, I've been a victim of that. I think a lot of people who've been in the industry can say that they've been a victim mm-hmm. of, you know, sensation yeah. and gossip and denials and just people just, I think that, you know, they're not they're going to keep people engaged. They're not, you know, creating sensational yeah. headlines. And, and But people need to have a thinking, you know, have a thinking mind, you know, be able to sort of decipher. Mm-hmm. It's really common sense. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like... I mean, it's very common sense, like, seriously. If somebody makes a decision, whether or not, you know, somebody chooses um, mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to end their relationship, that's their choice. You have to respect it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing more that you mm-hmm. can say about that. You know, you know, there's nothing more you can say. Whether you want them to find out or not, whether you like it or not, that's not your decision, really. You know, yeah. so um, I think that people should be more. Uh, but the people dialed in again, like I said, if you want to contribute, if you have something to say, make sure to use your hand raising effect. Press one so that I know that you want to either speak to Stella, Daniel, or myself, or you have something to contribute. We're talking about uh, a woman with vision for a man with dreams, and you know, we still we still have quite a bit to say about um, that. But let me ask you. I mean, <clears throat> both of you right now, you're you know, you're live on the show all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I know that a lot of people are asking, where's Stella? What's happening to Stella? We don't see her in movies again. Why is she? She's not. She's not. Event. She's not a red carpet. <laughs> I'm just saying. But and a lot of them 
want to know why exactly, why did you leave Nigeria? You know, why did both of you just, I mean, you guys were so hot here. Like, why did you just leave Nigeria? Yeah. Okay, first of all, one of the most important reasons was school, because we both believed okay. that no matter where we were, at what level we were, we had mm-hmm. to grow. We needed to learn more and meet new people mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. change the game, sort of. So Daniel went back yeah. to a film school in New York, and I also went to acting mm-hmm. schools again. After 20 years, can you imagine? I had to go back to school. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was there. And my kids as well, um, they had things that they wanted to do, and I felt that the environment that would enable them environment. to was here. Yeah, in America, and there were some things I wanted to expose them to as regards their creative talents and all of that, which unfortunately um, are some of the things that we still have to fix in our country because there are some things that young kids in school are not exposed to. We wait until they finish university before you allow them to do certain things, which is not you know the way it's supposed to be. So that, and my, my daughter is a painter, and she's also a filmmaker as well. Wow. She films, she edits, she does a lot of things. My other daughter is a model and an actor. And here in America, they allow the children, even in school, they have clubs, they have things that they do, introduce mm-hmm. them to agents and all of that, you know, at a tender age mm-hmm. so that they can have experience. You know, so I we wanted something different for our children. We wanted to go back to school. Daniel had a major project that is like a three, four-year project that he's doing for somebody here in America. And, you know, it would not have made sense to be going back and forth, back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. So we just said, you know, sure. let's just take time off and just go to America, go to school, let our kids do what they want to do till, till they're that age where, you know, they can make decisions on their own. And then Daniel can do his project for the business he's doing and, you know, Let's just see how it goes from there. So that's that's basically we didn't run no, according to some people. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh but that makes you know that makes a lot of sense. You know, trying to you know get. I mean, my father was saying that knowledge is from birth to birth. I mean, you can't stop going to school and learning and gaining just as long as they add you know value to your craft. So that makes quite a you know bit of sense. But do you miss home? Like, do you miss Nigeria? Of course, I do. Um, let. You know, you know, you know, the, you know like yesterday, talking about Nigeria, like a few days ago, we saw Stephen Authority's movie, Drive. Right. And by the way, that was a beautiful mm. film. Oh, my God. I saw the film, and I was like, oh, see Nigeria. Oh, see Dry Fish. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway, um, oh, of, of course, we, we miss home from time to time. No, I'm, I'm going to come back to a couple of things back home. But about being here, um. I, this is how I felt when I left Nigeria. I thought I had done a lot of things. I've done feature films, on. short films, commercials, music videos, um, reality shows. I've directed, written, and shot like a whole, like virtually the whole spectrum of entertainment in Nigeria I have done. And I, I had done that, and I wanted to explore something more. That's why I chose to come back to school again. I just thought, in Nigeria, I had done so much. And a friend of mine, Desmond Elliott, was saying, then Daniel, ah, no, but now you're supposed to leave Nigeria. You're supposed to do well, like, look, I've done it all. I think I've achieved a lot. I want to go to a mm-hmm. place where I will feel more challenged, nowhere where I'll stay and people will be clapping for me, and I feel like I'm the G. I want to go somewhere that um, nobody really knows me and see if I can start from the bottom and rise. 
And to God be the glory, I've been here for like so long. And of course, not my first time in America, but I've been here and, and I've been able to rise from the dust and rise from the ashes like the underdog, which is the person that no, nobody knew. And I just came out like that. And okay. and it, 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 it's been in, in, interesting. I've been working on films, reality shows, TV shows, commercials, music videos. I've been doing a million and one things here in America that, that are just unbelievable, honestly. Mm-hmm. And Stella has been missing her film for a while, according to people. Um, yeah, on Twitter, Stella <laughs> thinks she has an announcement to make here. So let me announce this now. Well, some people were asking, ah, okay. is she going to announce that she's pregnant? Why are you announcing your wedding? <coughs> we're, we're not announcing any wedding or pregnancy. I just want to officially announce to people that the trailer for we, Stella and I just shot our first feature film for in America for the Index Two Studios, and which is our production company that we have here. We just shot the film, and we mm. shot it under the radar, people didn't even know we were filming because where we did it, we didn't want cast and crew to even send any tweet or pictures or post anything about the film until we were done. So officially today, mm-hmm. I'm going to release the trailer of the film title Between. They are the first so, to know. Yeah, the first to hear that now. So you will oh, see Stella no! back in the <laughs> <laughs> So the what? movie title oh, is Between. Wow. Between, so that is, wow. Between. Oh, wow. Um, it's well. Um, as soon as the show is over, Stella will start sending tweets. So if you follow Stella on Twitter, you will see the tweets and the links. It's gonna be on my Facebook wall as well, Daniela Demonaka. So it's gonna be out there. People are gonna get to see the first teaser to the film. And this is Stella, like never before. I'm telling you, you will see things that Stella in this film is. Uh, she did things that nobody will expect Stella Damasos to do in a feature film. And I think this is her best performance ever in her career as a still as an actor. Do you agree with yes, me? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, she agrees. I can't even wait to see this. You know what's so amazing? So actually, you, you just announced that you've been pregnant, but the baby, you know, the baby train is now coming out. So, so you see headlines. Stella pregnant releases baby between, you know, oh headlines oh and the people will say. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. I, and I, I'm, I'm sure that your fans are like, they can't wait because everyone, you know, even me, I've said this before, you know, one of those people I used to look at they're like, oh, my God, this day am I going to work with? When am I going to be like? When am I? And then, you know, it, it's not that we don't have that many very, you know, dynamic actors really here. And so I'm sure that people would definitely be very excited to see this, especially something that you did out there, feature film. Um, this is your first yeah. uh, together. So, um, yeah. okay, but let me, let me, you know, let me just, uh, let, let, me, let me ask you this. Um, do you have like um, specific goals? Oh no! Just before we go there, just before we go there, um, you were saying some of the things. I mean, Daniel did mention some of the things that you know you guys have you know started accomplishing um, mm-hmm. while you got to the U.S. And one of them yeah. is what I'm wishing both of you for, and mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. you guys recently had an encounter with somebody that I had such a huge crush on, Tyrese. And if we didn't call me, tell me, but Alex, we're going to be, you know what, Alex, let's do a three-way and see, let's hook it. See now, some beautiful people. But, but honestly, seriously, um, you guys had the major encounter with um, Tyrese. I mean, I did see um, a snippet of that um, on Instagram. But really, what, what was it about? Can you tell us a little bit about that conversation or what the encounter really was, what it felt like, what it really was about? Because Tyrese is a man not only is accomplished, is someone who inspires and motivates a lot of people. 
globally. Uh, yeah. You know, just to have that and seeing how, you know, he was basically praising you guys and the work that you're doing and you living, you know, living back home. I didn't get all, you know, the details, but can you, like, yeah, you know, yeah. share I, with us what I, it really was? I couldn't post all the details online so people don't see all our private conversations, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I know. Um, <laughs> um, Tyrese is someone that I've always had a great deal of respect for as an actor, as a business person, and as a young man who who grew up in the hood and made it because of his hard work and persistence, right? So um, I I think he when he released the Black Rose album, um, we saw the DVD, the, the, the you know, exclusive version of it, and I saw him and how he was doing his music, and I said that I said, look, Stella, I have a connection with this guy, and I have a feeling I'm going to see this guy, so I have a connection with this guy. So, and, and somehow in my mind, it was just there, like, Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. So he now put out something there on Facebook that, look, if anybody can buy 10 copies of the Black Rose album, I'm going to you know, have a one-on-one conversation with this person, and you know, we can talk. And I thought, look, this is my way in. This guy is great, and I have to reach him. So I bought 20 copies of the CD, not just 10. I bought 20. And I was like, what? 20? Oh, wow. So, so, so he, people emailed me, like, he was supposed to start calling people, like, on a Monday, but he called me, like, the day before. And he hmm. emailed me, like, dude, man, he, he wants to speak to you. He's going to have a Skype call with you. And we had a very interesting conversation. And there are a few things in the works because I'm still in connection in, in seeing these people. But hmm. I, I, I can't say too much right now, but by God's grace, there are just uh-huh. a couple of uh-huh. things we are hiding. And, like, this film that people are going to see uh-huh. as a shock to people, I, I don't like to announce things until they are done. So let's just keep our fingers crossed yeah, and wait because sense. something is in the pipeline. And I don't want to say too much, but, you know, hey, <laughs> I'm full of surprises, right? Yeah, you so know, we like surprises. We actually love surprises. But the Tyrese thing was all done yellow because I was sleeping. I was not feeling well. And then they woke me up without makeup, without anything. Guess what? Tyrese wants to talk to you. He's waiting for you. I'm like, are you kidding? Ah. <laughs> That's why my face was like that. I'm like, when I saw his face, and he was like, hi, you fella? I'm like, I'm dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. I told him, yeah. I told him, yeah. Oh, my God. I told him, yeah. Oh, my God. No, people should not touch me. Don't touch me. Wait, let me get ready. My makeup, my pretty face. Wait, but I, th- I thought that was, be- you know, beautiful, just networking and engaging with people who are adding value. And he's adding a lot of value to this. Yeah. But sorry, Daniel, because I need to ask, what did you do with that, the 20 copies? Do you still have one left? <laughs> yes, we do. We, do you know what? I have, like, a couple of, the co- I have some copies left. So um, I thought we're doing a giveaway on Monopoly TV where people can have copies of it. I'll save one for you, don't worry. But yeah, I can send you one. Thank anyway. you, I'll send you one. I have, like, send you five, they, they just steal my... <laughs> okay, um, but let me. You know what? Um, I, I would say this now. When people get together, for example, um, relationships, uh, not just really, you know, work goals. People create goals for themselves, whether it be a financial mm-hmm. goals, spiritual goals, you know, business goals, and some relationship goals. Um, do you have like? Do you guys have like a relationship goal? Or, you know, or mm-hmm. is this relationship just spontaneous? Is there, like, something that you people want to achieve for your relationship together? Do you guys talk, I mean, have those kind of plans? Or this relationship is really just, you know, something spontaneous that just happens? You know, you know one principle, I'm glad you asked this question. One principle that I live by is this. 
um, if you fail to plan, that means you have planned mm-hmm. to fail. And anybody who doesn't mm-hmm. have a plan in life is doomed to fail. If you're going to build a house, you need to start with a plan. You can't just get up one day and say, okay, I'm going to put mm-hmm. brick and mortar and, you know, everything and start building. If even the people who design the computers, those who design phones, everybody starts with a drawing and a plan so they can get somewhere. So for us, we set different goals for ourselves, not just for our relationship, for us spiritually, for raising kids, for career. As we're starting the year, we're comparing notes and saying, okay, we did 2015. When we started, are we better at the end of 2015 than we were at the beginning of 2015? Mm-hmm. Those are goals that we set for ourselves. And the fact that, oh, we're still together, we're not broken up, we're fine, kids are okay, everybody's fine, that's an achievement because you know, people start mm-hmm. the year alive and then they end the year dead. And people start the year in a relationship True. and it out of relationship. Enough. So there's always a plan True. that, okay, this is what we are working towards. So I'm not going to read out my plans, of course, but look, we, we have personal plans mm-hmm. for ourselves as individuals. We have plans mm-hmm. for ourselves as as, as okay. the couple. We have plans and things we set mm-hmm. for the kids. Okay, the Hello. Uh-oh. Okay, guys, um, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. Um, I think we just, uh, uh, but we just left to get said hi. Um, I'm sure they'll be back very soon. Uh, if you're just tuning in, remember I said you can call into the show. The number to call is, okay, uh, our guest is back. Uh, well, our guest is back. <laughs> Hello. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hi, Daniel. Sorry, sorry. Can you hear me? I got disconnected. I got disconnected. Anyway, what I was saying is that I know, we no, try that's to set fine. goals. We set goals for ourselves generally, and we try to make sure we achieve those things as a couple, as individuals, for the kids, for work, for business, and we try to see as much as we can do, and also spiritual goals, which is very important for every couple. Right. Okay, let me just add to that. Um, for Daniel and I, you know, okay. I watched my parents, in their marriage, I watched them in their friendship and the the way they conducted themselves. And in fact, when I was growing up, I said, mm-hmm. "God help me find a man that's just like my dad." And another thing that I said that might shock uh-huh. you is that God help me find a man that's like Chief Tony Okoroji because I know the kind of respect he has for his wife. I know the kind of love he has, you know, for his family. And when I look at my father, I look at your father, Alex. I say to myself, "I want that." You know, that's my goal, to have a relationship that will stand the test of time, that will stand stormy waters, and that will grow into something that even when we're old, we can still hold hands and laugh at each other's jokes and just, you know, be friends and partners for life. You know, that's, that's the main thing. The fact that we can hold hands and kneel down and pray together and ask God for the things that we want. It, it, it's an amazing thing. So those are some of the goals that, you know, I, I came into this relationship with, that regardless of what is thrown at us, regardless of what people have to say, we have to make sure that our relationship is something that people can look at in the future and say, wow, I want that. That's it. You know, I want that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, you know what? Uh, just how about we take a quick, let's take a quick musical break. Um, this mm-hmm. is uh, a song. This one is by Daniel. I think this one is by Daniel. It's a song dedicated to, you know, to um, your son David, if I'm sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. This is with love from Dad, and uh, we'll be back. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me such wonderful parents. Uh-huh. 
And thank you, Daddy, for teaching me to be a good man. I love you so much, Daddy. You're the best. You know, I have a hard time. I'm not sure whether to say Daniel or the Bishop, you know, like I do like... You know, <laughs> you see this name, the Bishop, and when I was in the UI, I tried to shake this name off because I was like the music director of the school fellowship, the first school student fellowship, and they just put this name on me, and I kept saying to these guys, stop calling me this name. If you call me this name, I can't get chicks on campus. <laughs> Calling me this name, man. How can you be talking to chicks now if you're calling you Bishop? Ah, Bishop, don't want to catch babe. Okay. 
in your head. The name stuck and <laughs> I think got some people. Okay, well, you, if you're just tuning in, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Agurzi. And yes, that was, uh, you know, the music playing the jazz, the very jazzy music. Um, you know, it's with Love From Dad by Daniel. I can hear David on this, and I think Stella, too, was, um, you know, Stella also, you know, featured on this song as well. I can hear her. Um, and if you want to contribute, guys, don't forget, you guys are all dialed in. Do you want to say something? Press one. Make sure you press one so I know you want it, because if you're doubting and you're not pressing one, then I will know that you want to contribute. So you have to use your hand raising effects. Make sure you press one so we know that you want to say something. Um, okay, so, um, Daniel, I mean, what was the idea? Why did you decide to do that? I mean, I know it was his birthday. It was kind of like, uh, um, you know, some special gift. But, you know, what, how, you know, why did you come up with the idea to do that? I mean, his features on the song, does he have some sort of yeah. musical, um, do you think there's something in the future for him <laughs> in terms of a musical career? Well, um, okay, first of all, first question, why I did it. Um, I, I just thought it would be cool to do something that my son can have that 20, 50 mm-hmm. years down the line. He can always listen to this. I know that mm-hmm. my dad put some thought into doing this for me. You know, my father was late in university, so, well, you know, we didn't have such a great relationship because my dad was an interesting father, to say the least. But he, yes, he made some sacrifices for me, but I don't have anything to hold on to to say this is something that my father left for me. This is one true, one major thing I can lay my finger on. But so I thought it would be nice to, because my son and I have that relationship. David and I are like twins. We're almost inseparable. And, um, I thought it would be nice for me to just do something for him that, you know, 20 years from now, he will look at him and say, my dad put some effort into writing and producing this for me because I wrote the whole song myself, played the whole thing myself, and he was in the studio with me. You heard his wow. voice at the end. Yes. And to answer your question, if David is, has any music in him, David is music. Do you know that David has written close to like wow. five or six? Yes, David is a writer. Yeah, he writes music. He's definitely he writes when I, he writes good music. I'm not saying this because all every parent to say, Oh, my son is good. No. David mm-hmm. actually just directed his own short film. Mm-hmm. And we're still making it. He wow. he keeps my say, Dad, can I direct and star in the movie as well? <laughs> like the name of the movie is Robot Life, some alien movie, but I work as a cinematographer, but he was a director, writer and actor. And he wrote the song for the film, which is the shocking part. The day he sang it for us in the studio, we were so shocked. Like, dude, really? So David has a lot of, he's very talented. <laughs> and I think, you know, he, look, I'm a kind of parent who's very open. I can let my son, he'll choose a career path for himself that I know will work. But mm-hmm. I think I'll encourage him in the arts because I can see that in him. I'm not just say, oh, read book, read book. He's yeah. very smart. So he, his reading level is way above, way, way, way beyond his peers. But I'm going to encourage him in the arts. If he chooses mm-hmm. that as a career path down the line, Praise God. If he chooses to do something else, at least he'll have the skills with him anyway. So he's learning, he's holding cameras and pulling focus. He's coming to play drums downstairs and he's trying everything he can try. So praise God for that. Wow. Wow. That is totally amazing. I love kids who are so creative. Like, I mean, we have like, you know, creative parents and creative influences all around them. I mean, that's, you know, definitely something that, but I noticed, you know, just listening to the first song, um, The Man with Stella, and listening to it, Love, I mean, it's, it's not like, it's a no-brainer. I mean, you host the show on radio. Um, you have your mm-hmm. 
that the show. So it is not, uh, it's a no-brainer to actually assume that you really do like jazz music. Oh, yes, I, I do love jazz. I've been playing jazz for a very, very long time. I've, I've played jazz all oh. over the world with different bands. I, I've toured with different bands I've for so many years. And um, um, I just love jazz music. You know, it's very inspiring. It's very relaxing. Sometimes you don't listen to the words. You just focus on the instrumentation, and it just calms you down. It helps you think and helps you focus. And I think it's music for the very mature mind. You know, sometimes you don't want somebody shouting rap into your brain. You just yeah. you don't want to hear anybody's voice. You just want to hear the music and let it calm you down. Yeah, and yeah, I like it. So let's talk about. I mean, we talk about. Let's talk about your show. I mean, your show radio jazz And You host that show every Sunday, correct? Yes, um, yes. How's the show coming? How's the show coming together? How you know what what's going to happen this year? Are there any special? Because I know that you both have been working on so many different projects. I mean, Stella has her own show as well, on Glutes with Stella Damascus. You have just. I noticed that this, you know the the station IC Radio. Um, you have mm-hmm. some several like new shows coming up this year. Um, yeah, let's just take us through what you know. What's the plan for this year? What's happening? What do listeners like us, you know, get to well, what do we get to find out this year? What you know? Well, first of all, for Jazz Dub, um, what I did was for IC Radio. I was supposed to do just 13 episodes of Jazz Dub for one season last year. And after I did the oh, episode, okay. we, we, yeah, we realized that um, totally we had close to like um, almost four million listeners on my show for just 13 episodes, and that was just crazy. Wow, it was just crazy. So I'm coming back again this January. I'm starting again for another 13 episodes. Wow. Yeah, thank God. So I'm going to be doing that. And um, but for um, Stella, she's she's the Stella is the radio guru right now. When it comes to radio, mm. Stella is the radio guru. I produce her radio show, and she helps produce my jazz up my show on radio. But she's mm. the radio person. She's one that she's talking about on radio. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to get to her. You know, I kind of wanted to just get past the jazz because I was definitely going to get to her because she tells me yeah, about her. Uh, comes me. up with all the conversations. Okay, anyway, sometimes I'm like Jesus. <laughs> anyway, anyway, for for the radio thing, Jazz Up is coming back in January, definitely. Um, a lot of okay. things are happening on IC Radio this year. A lot of people have new shows that are coming up, and and the listenership on Stella's show alone is unbelievable. I think on a weekly basis, we get like mm-hmm. two to three million people just tuning in to listen live. Mm-hmm. And there's a podcast that people listen to. It's just crazy, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, because the show Jazz Up, people have asked me like that. You know, don't you talk about Nigerian stuff on your show? I'm like, um, really, this show is not. Um, I'm not trying to diss anybody, disrespect anybody, but a lot of Nigerians are not really into jazz like that. And I found out that my listeners yes, are yes, more yes. a whole lot of white folks, a lot of African Americans who love jazz. Mm-hmm. You know, people from the Coltrane family, like a lot of people. Caribbeans. Yes, and they are the people who really tune in more. I have listeners from Russia, from China, from. Trust me, from places I can't even know their, I don't even know their names anyway. And uh-huh. they keep calling and keep sending messages on Twitter, Facebook, and the email. And it's amazing. So Jazz Dub by popular demand will be back again. Thank God I too radio renewed my contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I have a few more episodes to do for them for the, from January. So I, I'm excited to do that again. comes up every Sunday at um, three, three, 5 p.m., yeah, 5 p.m. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. 
And so, yeah, so look forward to that starting from next Sunday. We'll hear something cool. Yay, going to the I love jazz music, actually, so um, I thought it was brilliant, you know, just having the, it's nice to have different kinds of content, you know, people can listen mm-hmm. to, but every time people want to listen, listen to, you know, commercial stuff or just, you know, regular stuff they can get anywhere anyway, so it's really mm-hmm. nice to have this kind of brilliant shows. Um, I listen to Stella show as well, I pop in, I'm like a ghost, I pop in, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a ghost. So you just pop in, listen to some of those conversations. Sometimes you have some guests. And I remember listening to one, and the two guys, you and uh, oh, the other guy, you are on one side, you know. And she tries to be very in the middle, and then the women are like, no, and the brother and sister, hell no, why? Stay. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you know. So it's nice to have those kind of conversations. You know, she, you know, she's always bringing up topics, things that I'm like, yeah, this is the these things from like, you know, they really happen mm-hmm. and they're real, you know. And they happen, you know, they happen. So yeah. it's nice to have people address this and have creative platform where people yeah. can enlighten themselves and be empowered. Okay, uh, I was, you know, some people, some people don't like to mix business, you know, with. Um, people that they're intimate with. But just before yeah. I go there, I want to ask you, what exactly is the status of your relationship? And I'm asking this because, you know, it's, I've seen different things. You know, I'm not sure how to address um, oh. Daniel. I mean, or address you, sorry. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, do you say, do you say, I guess, habu? Or that's, I mean, we have to say that's a bay or boo. How do they say it? Oh, my God. Or, you know, that's a partner. Uh, say that so are you like are you both are you engaged? Are you married? Are you dating? <laughs> what exactly is the state of the real state of the Because I've had different battles. No, they are married, her uh, husband. No, they are dating. Uh, no, they are you know, so what exactly is the real status of the relationship? Okay, what I will say is those yeah, you yeah. know who are in the family, they know what where we are right now and that's how we like mm. to keep it and we we do not like to put mm. tags on what we have mm. whether we are married or okay. we are just you know but one thing you should know for sure is that we're both born again we're together and we we don't believe in some certain things because we're born again and because we want to make heaven you put two and two together for two people who live together with their children who do everything together and they call themselves a couple. Yeah, we, what 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 mm-hmm. condition would they be in that they will not offend God? So you decide what you think that is. <laughs> That's what I like ah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wikipedia helps me. You know Wikipedia helps me already. Wikipedia already helps you to decide it. Eh, what is this? I have not even looked at this. Eh. What is this? Eh? You don't know what on Wikipedia Page by myself, but whatever they decide to put is yeah, it's okay. 
It's not a problem. But, but anyway, like both are together. That's what's important. You're together. Just you're in love. Yeah. You don't have any. Yeah. There are no plans right now. So you guys are together for your. You need to win it. That's how they say. Yeah. You need to win it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um. You know, it's. It's, it's you know been a really 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 amazing conversation. Uh, we just have about a couple of minutes more before you know we. Uh, but okay, so you know I was asking. I said that you know so many people don't like to mix business with you know people that they're in a relationship with with their partner, uh-huh. whether it's their husband or people they're intimate with. Um, but you guys are you both of you are so involved in so many projects together, and that's actually one of the things I admire about you, to be honest is that you're so involved in each other's lives, you're working together, it's almost like you're trying to build, you're building your dreams together, right? Mm-hmm. What is your perspective, what's your take on, you know, people who feel like, oh, I don't want to mix things with someone I'm involved with, you know, let me keep my wife away from my business, my business is my business, you do your own, or, you know, oh, I, you know what, what are the advantages? That's, I think that's the question I want to ask. What, how, what, how advantageous is it to you that, you know, you are working with someone who's in the line of your working, both of you on, you know, what's, what, what does it feel like or how is it? Is it difficult? Is it easy? Is it, what is it like? Okay, um, let me start from the top. First of all, when people say, and don't mix business with someone you're intimate with or someone that you're in a relationship or with your husband or wife. I question that mm-hmm. a lot because I feel that the mm-hmm. reason why someone is your partner, your husband, wife, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. you have trust for one another. And there can't mm-hmm. be a relationship sure. without trust. And if you don't okay. trust someone with all that you have, not some of what you have, all that you have, which is your mind, mm-hmm. your body, your wealth, your resources, everything, then what is the point in being in a relationship with the person? Mm-hmm. And people will stay respond to that by saying, oh, you don't know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to burn you. They're going to burn you. But you don't walk into a relationship without the risk of knowing that, you know, you're going to be burnt. You may mm-hmm. be burnt. But you, you get into it hopeful that, mm-hmm. okay, everything's going to work out fine, and you lay it all out. Because I feel that when you're in a relationship and you're holding something back, then you're not fully in that relationship. That being said, I feel that because I trust and I'm in a relationship with Stella and we have something going, it's easier for me Mm -hmm. to be able to trust her. I know that if I'm making choices in this business or whatever it is I'm doing, because one, everything was established legally, all the paperwork, everything. Mm -hmm. As you're thinking, you have to be smart about business as well so you can calculate your Mm -hmm. profit and know when to pay your taxes and know what you need to do so there's a bookkeeping system so everything is documented and properly organized. It's a corporation. It's not just some random, you know, she has her shares, I have my share in the business, and we know where we stand. And now I know that whatever choices I'm making in the business, and whatever choices she's making, she's making those choices for the interest of the business as well as the interest of the relationship mm-hmm. so we can have a major compromise at some point. But sometimes I want to do stuff because I'm thinking from a businessman's perspective. She comes in and says, as you're thinking of mm-hmm. it from a business perspective, think of how this will help us as well as a couple or how this will work mm-hmm. against us. This business decision will work against mm-hmm. us. Now, if I... Sometimes I slow down and I think about it thoroughly. That my decision may be something wrong, but because she has my utmost interest at heart, I know that mm-hmm. her choices and her decisions are not biased, are not selfish. It's because she wants everything to get better. Yeah. The same thing for me when I'm making my choices. Mm-hmm. Yes, we butt heads sometimes because we may not agree on something at that point in time. And I may not like her methods about doing certain things. She may not like my methods, but we know that 
whatever each person brings to the table is for the good of the business. And we can make choices all the time. And I don't have to wait till I get to the office at 9 a.m. before I agree on something. I, I don't have to, if I think of something at 2 in the morning, I can text it to her at 2 in the morning. Uh-huh. Or say, oh, this is the idea in my head. Let's go. Let's go and record this thing. We've been in the studio recording for, like, sometimes some two days straight. We've been up sometimes almost three days straight, no sleep. And we'll be working and doing stuff. You can't employ someone and have the person do that for you three days straight. So I, I feel exactly. it's an amazing opportunity for me to have someone like her work with me because we're trying to build something. And first, it's not about what Daniel wants. It's about trying to build an empire and leave a legacy for your kids. And that's how I see it. And, and Stella is an amazing spirit and she supports me all the way and lets me. Uh, I know I'm talking, I'm saying a lot. But <laughs> now, the thing is this. You know, when you're, <laughs> no. you know, most, most couples would do the same business. See what causes the problem all the time. You know, when I walk into a building uh-huh. with Stella, I don't expect everybody in that building to recognize me because I work uh-huh. behind the camera. I don't expect them to see me and know who I am. And when they see Stella and they start to call Stella and they want to shake and hug and they shove me to the side, I won't feel bad. Because she's the star. She, I know that's, that's where she belongs. I need that face for the business. She's doing The face brings another business for me. So people want to see that face. I know my place as a director, and I know the guy who's calling the shots. When we get back to my house, I know who the boss is, right? I don't need to compete mm-hmm. with that. I don't need to argue or challenge that. Now, it is for her as the person who knows that this is my partner. If people are celebrating me, let me drag this person and know that, look, it, no matter who I am, there's somebody in charge of me. There's somebody who, who's the head uh-huh. in this relationship. And then that is where there's a symbiotic relationship. But, you know, things like this don't work when one person is shining all the time and you just forget about the other partner, you know. At some point, we are humans. Uh-huh. That's true. But, like, I'm the one doing all the work. I'm the one writing. I'm directing. I'm editing. I'm shooting. I'm blah, blah, blah. And people just see your face and people start to feel bad, you know. But I know where I belong in the whole uh-huh. grand scheme of things. And I don't fight or wait to be celebrated or for people to see my face. On billboards, I do my job and I leave it to the person who has the face and the million ideas to drive it. When a couple understands mm-hmm. how that chemistry works out, they shouldn't have any issue in business. They shouldn't have any issue in business at all. And as the money comes, I control all the money, so in case you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing, really, you know, just having the mm-hmm. kind of, you know, the dynamics of your relationship, because you really said something that's very simple right now, and I'm sure that those who are listening might be able to take away something from this and learn, because, you know, a lot of times people are very wary of, especially within our industry, like, how do you have, you know, a lot of times they say, oh, they always, their marriages don't last, their relationships don't mm-hmm. last, why are they dating people, you know? This is someone within the industry. Decided again, celebrity couple, you know. But I always, yeah. I've always had that feeling in my mind that I feel like it can work. If people can. just, I feel like it can work, you know. Okay. So, and I feel like both of you have, for some strange reason, Stella. When I see your pictures, and I say, I feel like you're so happy. Yes. <laughs> am I, I am, am I right? You look like you're so happy. You look like a woman who's fulfilled, who's happy. Uh, Daniel, yeah. please don't make your head swell right now. But uh, <laughs> um, there's a bandage around my head right now. There's a bandage around my head. Yeah, The thing is, I um, really wanted. Yeah, well, to, I wanted to just what add say? that. Yeah, I said I wanted to just add something to that very briefly. Um, yeah. Like you rightly said, it's not easy for uh, people in the entertainment industry to hook up and, and have it last. 
But that's because a lot of dynamics of what we do, people, a lot of people don't understand it. They don't understand what we have to face, the attention that we get, you know, and all of that. So like Daniel said, it takes trust. And we were able to build that trust as friends without people knowing we're going to have Aww. a relationship. We built the friendship, mm. we built the business, because we're working together in different parts of Africa. And people just didn't know what we're doing, but we're just traveling around and doing a lot of work. And that built our mm. trust together, because at those times, he would bring in his money, I'll bring in my own, you know, we'll put it together, do something to mm-hmm. help people. We're not making noise about it, but mm-hmm. we knew that we could trust each other with funds. One of the things that makes relationships mm. just go far is, Money. Money plays mm, a serious factor in all of that. So what I met a man who did not really care about or how much cash he has or cared about the work and helping and empowering people, and I knew I was like that as well. I knew that, okay, he can't cheat me. Me, I can't cheat him, you know, so we can work together uh-huh. and make this happen, you know. So I think that's one of the reasons uh-huh. why we're able to just do things together and we're more comfortable working together anyway, so... So I think that's what works for us, yeah. And you know what? I want to add. I, I, I really, Alex, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I want to add one thing quickly. Um, the one mm-hmm. thing I think that um affects a lot of couples or celebrities is um, I don't see myself as a celebrity anyway. I see myself as a worker in the entertainment business. Just that's how I see myself. And um, so people shouldn't ban me celebrity status. But most people who are in the limelight who do this work that we do. What destroys them most times is because every single thing they eat, live, and breathe is on social media. Yeah. They they uh-huh. take a poop. Their pooping is on Facebook. They are out having a lunch date <laughs> on Facebook. They are doing every single thing uh-huh. they do. So you can basically track their lives on social media in everything they do. Oh, my boo bought me a car. Oh, my boo bought me this. And sometimes nobody wants to see all that crap. And I think that is what destroys these relationships much faster than anything else. And then when issues happen, they can't honestly deal with those issues. They don't have to put up a front and just glide through the motions, not trying to deal with the core of it. And and I think when couples start to understand that, look, not everything you do has to be on social media. Trust me, Stella and I experience and do a lot of things. We go places that people have no idea. But I feel like... I can't mm. share that with the world. It's my private thing. It's my business. Let me enjoy mm. that. Let me enjoy that. that like, I do things with my son that we are so crazy. You know, so crazy, but I don't share all that stuff on social media daily. You know, Stella's kids. I don't think anybody has seen those kids on Louis. Mm-hmm. Somebody hacked into my email and posted one picture that was of girls one time. That was a long time ago. But that's, a, that's an old picture. So they are much bigger now. They are older. You know, you, we don't share our lives. This conversation we're having with you now will probably not happen between us and anybody else in a, in a long time. So, <laughs> but yeah, but couples always just want to share every single information about their lives and what they are doing and every minute on social media. And that thing destroys relationships faster than people dying that you can think about it. So that, that's what I feel. With a lot of pressure and the relationship. Okay, uh, you know, I'm just, I've been having so, oh my God, it's like we should just go on and on and on and on and on. I have so much, I never, I mean, I knew, I, I kind of sense we'll have so much fun, but I didn't know it was just going to be this much fun. Um, you know, but just before we wrap up the show, we're about to wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was just going to ask one final question. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, you know, just probably like a takeaway before, before you know, uh, what do you think that people can do to add value to, you know, their to their partner's dreams? I mean, you, mm-hmm. there's a particular quote uh, that I shared, um, I think it was last week or so, and I said, you know, 
people don't fall in love because they share the same bed. They fall in love because they share the same dream. So, I mean, looking at both of you, you people obviously have so much you want to accomplish together. You've kind Mm -hmm. of like formed um, this dynamic, uh, you know, you're trying to build something that's greater than both of you could ever be on your own. Um, yeah. What would you What would you say that people can do to add value to you know to their partner, you know their partner's okay. dream, you know? Okay. Um, as crazy as this might sound, um, one of the major thing that I really do in my own way to add value uh-huh. to Daniel is I focus uh-huh. my prayer life on him more than I do on me. I pray for him. Uh-huh more than anything else and more than anybody else, which makes life easier for me. Because I say, God, bless this man. Uh If you bless him, grant his heart desires, and give him the things that he wants, I'll be all right. (laughs) Because he has Uh no choice but to take care of me and the family. So that whatever I do, because, you know, we take it for granted, us women, we don't know how strong our Uh prayers can be for our spouses True. or our partners or our mm. children, you know, or our children. That prayer of a female loved one is an amazing thing. So, I pray for him a lot. I cover him a lot with prayer, with the blood of Jesus. I do that. Some people might say, "Oh, please, she's sounding too religious." But unfortunately, that's how life is for me now. That is the way I am going because there's nothing I can give him, you know, to make his life better. I can't give him more money than he has. I can't give him car to make him happy. I can't cook more food than I've already cooked for him before. So there's really nothing physical that I can give that will add value to him other than the prayers I can pray for him and the respect that I give him everywhere I go, whether he's there around me or not, the respect that I give him as the man who is in charge and my prayers over him, that that is the greatest thing that you can give to a man that will add value to whatever he's doing. Because if you're dealing with a man like Daniel, if he's intelligent, he has it. If it's wisdom, he has it. If it's money, he has his own. If it's car, he has. Whatever it is you pick up, he has. So to add value to this kind of person is just to give him the respect that he needs as a man. Recognize who he is and what he has within himself. And just keep praying for him. And that's 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 it. That's it. <laughs> okay, hold on, Stella. I think we have a caller. I, yeah, I have this funny to Okay, this number. Hello? 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 Hi. Yeah, hi. Yes, you were not using your hand raising effects. I just noticed that you were trying to call and you've been here for so long. So many people have been dialing, but you're supposed to press one. Hello, can you hear me? Who's speaking? I'm hearing you. This is Tony. Okay. Hi, Tony. Yeah, this is Tony from Texas. Hello. Yeah. Oh, Tony from Texas. Yes. Oh, hi. 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 <laughs> Hi, Tony. Hello, can you hear me? Okay, um, you've, been, you've been listening to the conversation. Yeah, I've been listening to the conversation. I've been talking all the time, but let me just have one or two three questions from this guy. Okay? You want to add one or two? Okay. We're almost laughing, but we can take, you know, we can take one question. Yes? Is this for, is this a question for me or is this for Stella? Or for Daniel. Uh, Daniel, both of them. Uh, uh, let me deal with the man first, Mr. Daniel. Uh, how are you doing? Man? I'm fine, thank you. Hello, Daniel. Can you hear? Okay. Are you listening? Please go ahead. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. How are you doing? 
Okay, okay. Uh, first of all, I'd like to ask one question about your... I'm not trying to fed uh, into your affairs with your lady, but something still remains uh, uh, out of blue. They, uh, you said she's your business partner, and uh, is she business partner or or uh, full-time housewife? Let us just classify this issue here. You know, just oh. for that purposes. No? Oh, I already give you what the show already I already answered that question on the show because that means right. You already answered the question. Yeah. I, I was I wasn't paying attention. I'm I'm so sorry, please. I I was uh, I mean kind of on the freeway, so I could only even take off what whatever you guys are saying. But since you've already answered that question, let me just let that one to rest. Uh, can I speak with uh, Mrs. Uh, is this Mrs. My name is Stella Damaster, sir. Okay, thank you so much, ma'am. Um, yes. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And you? I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Thank you, madam. I'm blessed. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to just say that I'm not going to ask any questions because I don't have much time. Um, I will say I really appreciate the way you handle the issues of... Uh, Snatching of husband or snatching of uh, my partner or whatever they call it. And you Thank handle you. things with maturity, which I really appreciate. You know, I mean, you didn't say much to the sir. press. The yes, press will Thank only you. Blow, you, blow things out of proportion. You understand me now? I mean, yes, sir. Uh, for the future sake of it, just keep to yourself. Keep what? There's nobody's business who you deal with, who you go out with, who you end up with. You understand yes, me? We're all mature yes, people. Sir. But the less you, the, the 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 less we keep our secrets to ourselves, the better it is for everybody. You understand me now? Yes, sir. But, Thank and, you. Uh, try try as much as possible to take your children out of the picture. Now, yes. Please, because what you do now may later harm them in future, and you don't oh. want that. You yes. understand me now? You don't want yes, that. This sir. goes to, this goes to Mr. Daniel as well. You know, I mean, the less you talk to the media, the better it is for you guys. You know. They All don't right. know Thank when you so started it, and they don't. I mean, people right now will be looking out. Let's see how far they can go. You mm. understand? <laughs> those, are the, those are the way the critics that most Nigerians they think. You understand me now? But uh, yeah. true, true. just keep yourself to yourself. The less you open your mouth to talk to the media, the better it is, and the healthier for your relationship with Stella. I wish you guys best right. of luck. Thank you, Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. We appreciate your advice. So thank you so much. So thank you for calling in. God bless you, sir, and I appreciate it. And as thank for you, Mister, uh, uh, my question for you. <laughs> Why I, I was I... <laughs> you have a question for me. You know, anytime oh, you call into the show, our heart is always cutting. <laughs> he always has a lot. He always has questions for most of the guests. My heart is always cut. But well, thank you so much. How's the weather in Texas, Mr. Tony? How's the weather in Texas? It's kind of, it's kind of cold. It's cold. Let me put it that way. Well, it's just uh, it's cold. Uh, oh. 45, yeah, 45 degrees now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, ha- we better Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my dear. Happy New Year. Uh, uh, yeah. your, Happy New Year. Thank your, you so much for calling in. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. How's my work? How's your dad doing? Fine. He's doing very well, thank you. And thank you so much for calling me to the show and thank you for you know the great advice that you gave.
Stella and Daniel. We appreciate it. Unfortunately, um, I won't be able to talk so long because we definitely have to uh, wrap the show. But I, you know, I'd love for you to join us again. You know, next show we're back here again on Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday every week. You kept me on hold for too long, so I'm going to send my phone company to send the bill to you. You understand me now? Well, you didn't use your hand raising effect. I saw so many people doubting, and I kept saying, please use your hand raising effect. Please use your hand raising effect. Sometimes people just call to listen. If you want to speak, you must dial one. If you, you have to press one. If you don't press one, then I think you're just listening. You know, well, so I'm sorry really, about yeah, apologizing. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't be offended, you know, because me, I don't do, I do, the only, you know what I do now. So I only, my hand is always on my gun. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Zay. I'm not seeing anybody on the show. Thank you. 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 Thank you know, and but he makes it exciting. He makes it exciting and fun. You know, so. Um, but I think he did things, you know, great. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's been such an awesome conversation. I'm so excited. I'm very honored. First of all, I think afterward, I'm really honored that both of you um, decided to, you know, accept it to be guest on this show. I feel like I've been blessed, you know, starting with, you know, just our conversation. And you've empowered me and so many other people listening to this. Even though you missed it live, you'll be back here on the show to listen to the podcast. And we'll learn so much about what both of you um, are accomplishing together as a couple and as, you know, business partners as well. And, um, you know, I can't wait to hear more. Yes, I need to between. We're waiting for it to come up between. Yes, we have to um, wait (laughs) for the trailer of the movie. Right. Yeah. But do you have any final words, you know, just before we go off? Anything you want to share? Uh, for me, it's just uh, 2016, you know, people should, you know, get off their butts and get out there and do something different. Make a change. Uh-huh. That's what I believe. And that's what uh-huh. life is about. Don't sit. Don't be the one to talk about other people. Be the type A. Be the person that is talked about because you're doing things. You're in front. Let others be behind you. So get yeah. up. Yes, yes, social media is good for a lot of things, but don't spend your whole life on it. Get out there and do something mm-hmm. amazing this year, and you'll be amazed at what will happen. For me, that's my, that's my word to everybody this year, you know, to, to make a change this year. That's it. Thank you so much. Danielle, any final words? Oh, well, the final word I'm going to say is something I've been saying to people for a while. Don't just expect a miracle. Mm-hmm. Go out there and be a miracle to someone. So I expect that in mm-hmm. 2016, um, people should focus more on what they can do for people and not what mm-hmm. people can do for mm-hmm. them. And and okay. I and people should just make sure that in all they do, they should try and make heaven. That's, that's what counts eventually. In everything you do, just try and make sure that you, you ask yourself if I yourself if I fall down and die, am I gonna make heaven? You know, is, is God whatever uh, I'm doing? God be smiling at me when He sees me in what I'm doing uh, in my private place. So you know, you're sending that private text or chat to that babe or to that guy or sending uh, those funny pictures. You know, if God was looking at you and, and if, of course if people see God's face, would you be happy about it? You know, you think you'll be happy. So yeah. So my mission in 2016 is this: just stay positive, do the right thing, help others as much as I can and 
start the year with the list, you know, make sure that the things you want to do, try to achieve them and put them in God's hands and stay hopeful and everything's going to be all right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Daniel and Stella. It's been an awesome conversation, but I had a ball. Jeez, it went so fast. You know, we've been talking for like, <laughs> how long? Like, I'm serious. It just went like, totally out. We have amazing, intellectual, fun-loving, exciting people in the house. Why not? Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to your show. Your show is coming back, right? Stella, your show is yeah. coming back on every Monday. Monday. And I Monday. have one now every yeah. day. It's called When Women Praise. It's about women who just praise God, yes. female musicians in the gospel industry. That's every Saturday, so hopefully. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a radio yeah. mogul. And hey, uh, please, before we go, let She's me tell ready? people about Mona Yes, please, please. Is that online? Yes, I was going to say that. I was just going to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monafric TV is an online TV station that, you know, Stella and I just started, and I'm spearheading that. And I think it's pretty cool. It's it's like an online 24-hour TV station. You don't need to subscribe or pay any fee. Just go online to monafricTV.com, and you can see TV content for free. We're launching officially this January, by the grace of God. We're doing our test transmission phase now, and wow. this is, this is like... I've, planned this for so long and I'm so grateful that I have a partner like Stella who support me and make this come to the light of day. So Monafric T V they should see it Monafric M O N A F R I K dot T V dot com. That's it. So it, it's really wow. great stuff and check it out. Yeah. Congratulations, congrats. I think it's amazing, really. And I think that digital, you know, the digital space right now is really where content is going and you know, mm-hmm. so I I can't wait for Monafric, you know, to come in live, you know, to to go live, really, because it just means that we can get African content, right? We're getting African content yeah, yeah, yeah. on that channel, so it doesn't yeah. matter where you are in the world, right? Yeah. Wherever. And the truth is, right now we have developed over forty original TV shows for Monafric TV, so we're getting content from other people, but we're producing most of our stuff in house. And this includes music. It covers music, movies, um, fashion, lifestyle, beauty. Everything covers everything. And this is a is a, an entertainment and lifestyle channel. It's really really cool stuff. I'm telling you, this can compete with any station anywhere on the planet. This is so, it's so cool. So people should just watch out for this one. Whoa, I thought I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer. I thought, oh, wow, this is so cool. I thought, you know, the banners and all that. I can't wait to, you know, tell people about it. And if guys, you're listening, make sure you go to www.monafricmonafricktv. Yes. That was a mouthful. I would thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Um, it was such an interesting conversation. I'm so proud of what you both are doing. I can't wait to you know, get to that place soon and, you know, we, we'll do something, collaborate. I love what you're doing. Yes. You're doing amazing. You're empowering yes. people, motivating people, and you're making something happen. That's the bottom part. You're, making, you're not just talking. You're actually making things happen. Yeah. 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 So, Thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to. I, I would love to have you back on the show again sometime. You know when something new happens. You know when the dynasty oh, grows and there's so much more happening. Yes, we're still out of the baby. We're still out of the pregnant. Oh yes. Since 2011, you've been pregnant. Oh no. I'm so confused. Would you? What would you love to happen as a baby? Would you, would you? I don't know. It won't be a bad idea, but let's see. 
Let's see what God has in store. We don't know. <laughs> <It's just God. laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you so much for doing this. I've had a great time. You know, have a beautiful... And Happy New Year! Yes, Happy New Year to you. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year. Yeah. Thank you. All right, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Okay, guys, if you're just tuning in, uh, that was such an interesting conversation with Stella DeMasters and Daniel Ademinoko, the bishop. And, oh, my God, we talked about everything. Everything you know, you know, this is two you know two people who come together. They're in love, but they're also building their dreams together and adding vision. And they have so much, so much you know wonderful things to say about each other. And I think that's amazing. You know, to have people like that who care not only care about themselves, but they care about their business, they care about their growth, and they're adding value to their lives and to the lives of other people around them. So, guys, if you miss or you know anyone who missed this conversation, don't forget to come back. To the radio channel, listen to the archive show. Yes, it's here. You can listen to it. If you missed it a lot, you can still come back and listen to the show. Or you can catch it on iTunes, where it's located on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and uh, Stitcher Radio, see, we're everywhere. Or you can go to my official blog, uh, www.alexacroji.net. Don't forget to become a VIP. Yes, the VIP Lounge goes live on Monday, 4th January. For $9.99, it's a community. It's a community where you all express yourself, interact, share business, network, you know, be part of um, you have people who don't judge. You know, a lot of the times we're online and people are just bullies, but this is a community, you know, community that accepts everyone. People are allowed to express themselves, interact, contribute, um, you know, have, we're having live webinars, telesummits, uh, video conference. So much, so much, so much. And yes, you get a copy of my free book, The Naked Truth, Live Street. You can get it at my website at www.alexacology.net. Ask Alex Talk Therapy is still available, and you want to find all the different ways that you can collaborate with me. Don't forget, you can go to my official site, www.alexacology.me, and uh, you know, learn more about me. So we come back same time. Next is Wednesday. Yes, we're here every Wednesday and Friday. Um, it's Talk Wednesday, and I'm having Joan Trepper. She's a U.S. citizen's advocate, and Joan Trepper is coming back, coming back on the show, and definitely we're going to be catching up on what she's been doing for wrongly convicted citizens. And she's going to be live here all the way from Minnesota, and we'll be, you know, catching up live. And, of course, I think she's coming back with Nina Baker as well. So it's going to be a full house. We're going to be talking about stuff. We're definitely empowering people this year. Um, great conversations. Don't miss to Tell somebody. Follow the channel. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Alex Okoroji. Alex, A-L-E-X-O-K-O-R-O-G-I. Uh, follow me wherever. <laughs> and let's connect. Uh, you know, I'm always happy to connect with people. You can write me or you can send me an email, whatever it is. Thank you so much for all the love, all the emails, all the comments. I guess uh, I try to respond to as many as I can. And I love you for listening. Remember that expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. Do not apologize for being who you really are. It's okay to feel the things that you're feeling, express the things that you're expressing, think the things that you're thinking. Um, so, so we come back same time next week on Talk Wednesday. I love you. Bye. Some 
to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi.